entertainment, inspiration, and building community. This is the soundtrack of Savannah. This is your Savannah Philharmonic. Welcome to the soundtrack of Savannah, the podcast brought to you by the Savannah Philharmonic. I am so excited to welcome my next guest to the podcast. And I, I think at this point, Chuck, I can almost call you friend. We've uh, we've spent some time on another podcast as well. And um, I, I, you certainly are uh, just a staple, I think, here in the Savannah area. And I'm excited to introduce this audience to you. Um, Chuck Tuning is an interior designer here in Savannah, of course, big background in historic preservation and so many things, including the owner of Courtyard by Chuck Tuning, which is very cool, by the way. If you haven't checked it out, you need to do it. But Chuck, you are also newly on the board at the Savannah Philharmonic. And what an exciting board to be on. I mean, there's so much going on. I'm sure you're thrilled to be a part of it. Oh, I'm very, very thrilled to be part of the Philharmonic. And it is something I've given a lot of thought to uh, and followed and just been so, so impressed by uh, their mission and their growth. So it was it was something that I really wanted to be able to be part of, but also to contribute to. Yeah. You know, I I I I believe, you know, when when you and I um have have talked before in, in other forums about you know, the work that you do and the passions that you have, it ties so nicely into what's going on at the Savannah Philharmonic. And I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it feels like it's all about the story and the passion. And it's all about, you know, what is coming out of the Philharmonic that's so representative of this community. Right, exactly. I mean, what's, what's happening with the Philharmonic really reflects what I think is going on in a broader sense with the city of Savannah itself. I mean, there's tremendous growth that's happening here. It's a city that has really become a magnet for not only tourism, but people wanting to relocate here. They, they're they choosing to want to live here, move here, and get involved in the community here. So it only makes sense that uh, in the arts community that they would want to, you know, also be able to uh, take advantage of a, a really fantastic uh, uh, music program such as the Philharmonic. And, and a lot of people are coming from other urban areas and even much larger urban areas than Savannah. So they're, they're acclimated. They're used to a, you know, outstanding performing uh, group. And, and uh, so they, they, they want that. They, you know, they want that and they want to cultivate it. They want to plug into it. And so I just think there's a, tremendous opportunity for the Philharmonic moving forward. Oh, no doubt. You know, and, and we're watching so many of the, um, so many of the musicians and the artists come in from other areas and be a part and be here in Savannah for a short time. And I think that's so cool because it's like they leave their mark during a performance and, and, and it's a mark that doesn't leave. And I feel like what, what a beautiful thing to add to Savannah, these other people coming that again is so reflective of what Savannah really is about. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's it. The orchestra represents the, you know, this broader diversity that is the community of Savannah itself. So they are bringing, you know, just this added interest and talent to the city. And, and what it does is it expands uh, our own knowledge here of, of the arts and, and music 
in particular. So one of the things we like to do, Chuck, on this podcast is we like to kind of take people behind the scenes a little bit. Um, what what do you guys do on the board? What is what is the board's responsibility uh, as far as, you know, uplifting the message of, of the Philharmonic? I, I think the really the purpose and the mission of the board is is getting the the story about the Philharmonic out. It's 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 really about the narrative. Uh, we are there to uh, romance it. We are there to uh, really uh, sort of take the opportunity to market that that story and that mission. And and we're also you know each of us are ambassadors of the Philharmonic, and not only ambassadors of just the orchestra itself, but also the community you know at large. So. So we're representing Savannah itself. And, and so, you know, what we do as a board goes beyond uh, sitting and looking at numbers and budgets and, and logistics and technology and all of the things that make up the structure, uh, and especially the workings of the orchestra itself. But, but really, it's, um, you know, we're, we're a creative group of people. And uh, we have to be passionate about uh, the the Philharmonic itself and what we believe in, and taking that passion and that story and 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 you know telling it to everyone um, and getting everyone else excited about being part of this really outstanding organization. You know, we had um, just. Uh, our last episode, actually, we had two members of the the chorus talking about just the inner workings of of being a chorus member uh, with the Philharmonic and and working with the orchestra and how all of that goes. And they were talking about how they really feel like the the music scene and the art scene in Savannah has been elevated so much. Um, in the, just the last few years, even, I mean, I know the Philharmonic's been going and going and going, but I feel like they keep upping the game and, and it keeps getting bigger and better and just more elevated is, is kind of how they described it. And I, I feel like, you know, those of us who go and watch and get to take all of it in, I feel like it's, it's, they're super elevated. That's very true. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, I think, each performance sets a new benchmark and, uh, you know, the orchestra itself is challenging themselves, uh, to even, you know, go beyond and better and, and even more. So, so that's happening internally and, you know, that's being seen, you know, by the community. So, you know, people are, are attracted to that. You know, there's this real excitement that's going on and there's, and people are, you know, saying, I want to go experience this. And, and that excitement also translates into the board itself and the mm-hmm. board members. So, you know, we, we're picking up on that. And so when we're sitting around discussing the future of, of the Philharmonic, you know, we have an excitement am- among ourselves. And, and we're coming up with all kinds of ideas that, are, that supplement what the group is already doing. So they're just, there are lots of, you know, just amazing things to come. And, you know, when you start building on that kind of enthusiasm, there's, there's just no limit to it. Absolutely. Um, can we talk about the speaking of elevation and, and just like the high bar, can we talk a second about how 
insanely fabulous Kitara Harada is with everything that he brings to the table and every performance, the, the entire community is just electrified by him and, and what he brings to the table. Uh, I'm sure you have some thoughts on the fabulous conductor. I mean, I remember when he was first appointed and I met, met Kay and I was so impressed with him. I mean, he's, there's just an aura that envelops him and you're just immediately drawn into him. I mean, he's, he's an amazing person to start with. I mean, warm and compassionate and, and charismatic and, and it's just someone you want to be around. And then when you see him on, on, you know, really on stage Mm. and in, in his true element, uh, he is just such a force. I mean, a true force. And and really, you know, we are beyond fortunate to have someone of his caliber and talent here in this city. And I, I just think, again, that speaks to um, Savannah itself as a city, being really, true, truly a cultural magnet for people all over the world. And Cape represents that. And, you know, we... To have him here is is truly remarkable. I mean, mm. it really is. And and so for me, you know, I think it all starts with him. You know, he he is he is this person and this conductor that has come in and really uh, set everything here on fire. No doubt. And and you know. It really does take a team, and we, we've had the opportunity on the podcast to really get to know some of the big team members um, for the Savannah Philharmonic, and 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 this must. I'm interested how this speaks to your background, Chuck, because I, you know, we watch them design the season, and you are a designer, and and we watch them tell this story of you know different composers from different time periods and 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 how they bring it into um this community and and sort of display it in a way that that must speak to part of your background too i I would imagine just watching how they put together like we here we are in the middle of this fantastic 15th anniversary season and wow they've already mapped it all out they have the big picture already in mind no it's true it's 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 almost like artwork, mm-hmm. you know, it's composition. They're composing, um, these, this, these seasons that we have in these, in these particular performances and, and, and there's a choreography to all of it that happens. Um, and I think also not only is it strategic, but it's, it's beyond creative and they've also been, uh, you know, I'm so impressed with the fact that they want to create programs for the entire community. So it's not exclusive. It's not, you know, this old idea of uh, an elite group of people or, uh, you know, exclusionary. It's not that at all. And so that's where the diversity comes into it. So diversity of of music and performance and uh, diversity of audience and players and, you know, just all around uh, creative with what's being presented. And in doing that, no one's left out. Everybody has some ownership in this and can find something to plug into with the orchestra. The 
it's really powerful the programs they come up with and and what they do with the public and you're right it's it's the accessibility piece i think that is really striking a chord uh if i may use the pun um with with our community and with i mean other communities too there other communities are watching what we're doing here in savannah with the philharmonic and it, it's really striking a chord because i feel like the accessibility piece you're right it's it's like beyond the the, the mix of the music it's also about like location of where the concerts are it's about how many concerts they have available it's about if they sell out for a subscription concert you know, can they throw in a matinee somewhere? And, and they're doing that. And I feel like um, the team has such a great ear uh, to really hear what the community says as they're saying it. Absolutely. I mean, they they are listening to the community and then actually and acting on it. I mean, that's the other part about it. Mm. A lot of groups will listen, but don't do anything. And that's not happening here at all. And so, like you said, with programming, they're leaving that open. So it's open on the table. So, you know, there's a lot of flexibility in doing that and the flexibility in thought and planning so that everything is not rigid and stayed. So that I think has aided a lot in, in the success of what's going on and moving forward. Um, you know, that just only accelerates the process. So looking ahead into the next year and, and, and beyond that, you know, really what is truly possible? What is the audi audience responding to? And how do we incorporate that? And how do we expand on our performances? And, and how do we maximize, you know, our presence and the opportunities that are possible here in the city of Savannah? So all of that is taking place and it's evident and people are, are seeing it and, um, and responding to it. You know, I'd like to speak to a little bit to all those programs and all of the the fantastic things that are available. It is, you know, a lot of people might not realize the amount of money that it takes to put all of that on. And I'm sure you've been able to have some eyes on the numbers being on the board, you know, to say, to validate that of saying it does take a lot of money. And as a community, you know, a lot of times I think we kind of look at something big like the Savannah Philharmonic and see everything they're doing. And maybe sometimes you ask yourself, you know, well, what possibly can I do? <laughs> you know, and what are your thoughts on what, you know, the folks that are asking that question, what what can they do? Well, I mean, you know, first of all, attend concerts, but beyond attending concerts is actually subscribing to a whole season. I mean, that that right there is that shows huge support financially, especially for the uh, Philharmonic itself. So, and the other thing about the budget is that ticket sales are, you know, yes, they contribute to a portion of the budget, but it certainly doesn't cover all of the budget, right? In you know, and at all. So, and you have all the overhead costs that are involved with, uh, you know, the the place, the location, the orchestra players, the equipment, everything that goes along with that. So all of those costs, you know, come out of the ticket sales. And, and then we're looking at, okay, in expanding programming, expanding number of concerts, all of that costs money. So it's not to say that we can just throw in an extra concert. Mm -hmm. um, we have to look at it again, financially and strategically, and can we really cover the cost to do that? And, and also have some a profit that comes forward from that. 
experience. So all of that is is very complicated, and mm -hmm. that's what the board is about. Um, I think the other thing that moving forward with the Philharmonic is looking for people to really step forward and be generous with gifts of not only on a corporate level, but also on an individual level. So that is something that is always an opportunity for people to do. I mean, we're, we were just looking in our recent board meeting, we rent our all our percussion instruments. So we rent the percussion and we're looking at the cost of what that is that we for renting every year. And honestly, we could buy a full set for the cost that we rent a year. Right. And right there, we if by doing that, we have a built-in economy that lasts us a lifetime. Right. So, so these are all things that we're looking at and breaking down and and looking at how can we do this? How can we handle it? You know, someone could step forward and write us a check for the all the percussion. Wouldn't that be amazing? And it would be amazing. <laughs> and we would love that. I mean, it makes sense. You know, it's it's like it's a growing process. And I think sometimes, you know, there are tons of individuals and tons of organizations and, and uh, businesses and corporate partnerships and all of that that really would like to step forward. And it's like, okay, I'm not sure of what the need is. You know, and, and sometimes we have to um, be able to articulate that need in a way where the community knows, oh, wait, I can do that. You know, give them the opportunity to raise their hand and say, I want to be a part of it. I'd love to purchase the the percussion equipment I'd, so you guys don't have to rent it, you know, every year. I'd love to sponsor one of the musicians for a year or two. I'd love to, you know, whatever it is, give them that opportunity. I think that's the two-way communication we can have with the with the public. That's right. And and we 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 had that conversation internally about messaging. And and again, that's what we are here to do as board members is get the message out and 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 be able to illustrate these opportunities for people how they could financially be involved with the Philharmonic. And so that is something we're working on doing and how we can get that out, illustrate it, make it very clear and succinct to everyone so that they have an opportunity, you know, to participate in that. And so that is something that, you know, we are very actively pursuing at this moment. That's fantastic that that you guys are, are already on that. It's so important, uh, I feel like. Um, I'd love to talk a little bit about your your background, um, Chuck, as far as, I mean, you're you you were really big with SCAD um and and still are and still do a lot of things with that. And and you left and came back. I mean you've been you've been all over the map um and continue to go all over the map. When, when you, you know, come, when you came back to Savannah and, and now that you're, you're based here again, how has the landscape changed as far as the arts and, and what is that, how does that look different now than it did, let's say when you were, you know, going to SCAD and, and all of that? I'm sure it's, I, I feel like people say all the time, oh my gosh, you have no idea how much it changed. <laughs> well, I came to SCAD in 1983. So Savannah was a very, very different place at that time. And uh, it was just a very almost forgotten, sleepy Southern town. And, but yet it just had, there was just something magical here. And, um, 
And I always thought, you know, people are, people are going to wake up and notice this place. And I left, I graduated and left, and I didn't come back to Savannah for 25 years. And when I, the first time I came back and it was to do something with SCAD and collaboration, and I came back and I, I was shocked. I could not believe the transformation in 25 years of the city itself. And that triggered in me a desire to want to be here again. Mm. And so I started looking around. I was living in New York City and I said, you know what? This is a place that I could see myself really ending up at, you know, and retiring to. And and so I bought a house here and I would fly down on the weekend, spend the weekend here and go back to the city and work during the week. And eventually, after eight years in New York City, I said, I want Savannah to be my home mm. and I want to be here full time. So I made that transition. And in doing that, that also allowed me to start plugging into the community so I could plug into it in a, uh, on a really serious way and, and be part of these organizations and groups and things that are, are meaningful and passionate to me and my own interests and be able to promote them through what I do and, and especially in the community. Right. And obviously you're doing a great job at that because uh, it, it continues to thrive the arts community it continues to thrive these um fantastic artists that are coming into savannah wanting to be a part of the same thing that you saw when you came back and they're like whoa what is happening here and and i even people that you know just visited 20 years ago or whatever which is odd because i think you're only what 29 now so um <laughs> that's right strange I don't know, i'm trying to do the math but um no it's true it's like people are seeing this community in a, in a different way, I think, than what they did years ago. And so many of the SCAD students are saying, I'd love to stay here mm -hmm. and do business here. So many that were here five years ago, 10 years ago, are coming back, opening businesses, you know, becoming big artists and, and wanting to contribute back to the Savannah community. That's, I mean, that's a real thing that's happening all the time. It is. And, and even I would go back 10 years, you know, there's been a big transformation to the city in, in just the last 10 years. And, you know, you see it over and over and over that Savannah is one of the top places to live in the United States. It's one of the top places, you know, to retire, top places to visit. I mean, all of these accolades that, have really been bestowed on the city, and rightly so. So people are noticing what is going on here. And not just, you know, in a regional level, but much broader on a national level and, and, and really an inter international level. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yes, SCAD has this huge presence here, which is, um, you know, really contributes to the art component in the art community here in the city. So it only makes sense that the city itself have has very strong art organizations and uh, that like the Philharmonic and, and the art scene that is here. And you're right, people are choosing to make Savannah their home and also pursue their career here and start a business or, uh, you know, create a venture. And, and so that's happening. And, and again, that just adds to the excitement, the momentum and uh, uh, the drive that's happening. Well, speaking of art and beautiful things, I can't let you go without talking a little bit about your fabulous store. Um, because 
you can, whew, you can create some beautiful things. I don't know how you, I don't know how you do it, but, um, talk a little bit about your store and, and what's going on there and, and what, what maybe some of your favorite things are right now, because I watch you on social media and I'm like, Ooh, that looks good. I want to go get that. Ooh, that looks good. I want to do that. It's, it's very cool. Well, thank you. Now the, the store was, is really sort of a hobby for me. I mean, I went to a dinner party, uh, last year and at that dinner party, we were talking about where do you find accessories, especially for outdoor. And, you know, I woke up the next morning, I thought, wow, there's nowhere I can think of, you know, to really do things, you know, find things that are specifically geared to an outdoor lifestyle. And that's how we live in Savannah. That's how we live in the low country. You know, we spend so much of our time outdoors and also our lifestyle is indoor outdoor. Mm -hmm. So that just, spurred me to want to create uh, a opportunity and, and retail outlet that focused on our lifestyle here in the low country. And that, and that really is how the store was born. So I, I say it's not only for, you know, this indoor outdoor lifestyle, but it's also a store for sloppy adults because you can't right. break anything, <laughs> you know, it's acrylic, acrylic uh, glasses and melamine plates and, and, uh, you know, faux florals such as orchids. And, and so you can't kill things and you can't break things. And, you know, that extends from indoor to outdoor. And uh, so it's, it's been a really fun concept. It's been so well received. And I think also something that's been necessary and something missing. So, so uh, it's been an exciting venture and, and really a great supplement to what I was already doing uh, from the design aspect of, of my design projects. So, so it only made sense. And, and really to talk about some favorite things right now, um, we, we're selling a, a we're, we've just gotten them. They're ice chats, coolers mm. and like Yetis, but they've actually been covered in saddle stitch leather. Okay. And it's a guy that's, it's, he's an American, but he spent time apprenticing in Uruguay and learned how to do this leather work. So he's taking things that are very uh, institutional or, or, or uh, outdoor camping related or, uh, you know, sort of very functional items and, and encasing them in this wonderful South American leather and saddle stitching them. And it, 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 they're just amazing. I mean, just really amazing, the transformation. Uh, of these products. So that right now that's one of the, the, the things that we have that I, I'm finding really exciting and, and just discovering a new product and new things, you know, that I think people would really like and want and use, you know, that's, that's important. Yeah. I think, you know, all the beachgoers are like, what? I like the sound of that. Um, and, and even those, you know, those who just like want a really good looking cooler that's like, again, durable and usable. And sometimes it's like, I feel like, you know, you're, you're filling this fantastic gap, Chuck, with the, with what you have at that, at, at, at Courtyard, because it's like, you know, you sort of look at this, like, really cool looking, you know, creative artsy kind of stuff. And you're like, Oh, that's cool. But I don't want to get that because I like to, you know, 
have a cocktail or two on the porch. And what if a kid walks by and drops <laughs> this or messes up that? So I don't want to invest in that. And like you're you're mixing both best of both worlds, I feel right. like. And and also design has advanced so far and materials have advanced so far that that these items are actually finding their way mixed in with the real thing. So people are buying acrylic glassware and putting it with their china and silver at their Thanksgiving table. Right. So so again, that's just showing, you know, the quality level and what's what's possible. So that's been it's it's really been wonderful to see how people end up using the product that they're buying and getting from us. Right. I feel like you should make that a must that they send you a picture of how they're using it afterwards. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Be like, okay, you can buy this, but you have to send us pictures. Um, tell everybody where your store is located. So the store is located at 406 West Jones Street, which is at the intersection of MLK and West Jones. So if you know where Rancho Allegra Cuban restaurant is, we are right behind there. And it used to be um, and it's a wonderful building, uh, great other, uh, retail outlets and vendors and, and things going on in, in this whole block and that whole MLK corridor, the revitalization that I think that's happened there, uh, which now stretches all the way down, of course, to plant Riverside. So, so a lot of exciting things happening and a lot, and a lot coming. Oh, so much. Uh, I feel like it looks different every day. It does. I mean, it does. you know, you, you, even, and if you're not downtown for a week, oh my goodness, you'll, you'll see three <laughs> right. new buildings That's or right. you'll see the, you know, things going up and being restored. And it's just, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, also chucktuning.com is the best place to, for people to go to, to That's check correct. out yes. what you have going on. Speaking of your design projects, do you, are you doing any big projects right now? We have uh, a number of large residential projects we're doing in the area. So everywhere from Ford to downtown and around, we've just finished uh, a project at the state Capitol. We did a restoration of the speaker of house offices, oh, wow. which had not been touched in decades. So, so we got it, this whole suite of offices and spaces uh, that are in the main Capitol building back to structure and and really rebuilt them very sensitively to reflect the the period and style uh, and quality of the Capitol itself. So that was a wonderful project working with the jo Georgia Building Authority, uh, the Speaker of the House and his wife, who was very instrumental in the process. And it just it actually gave me new hope for government and how yeah. government works because it was seamless. It was really amazing and everybody was very passionate and uh and positive about the whole process so it really was it was an amazing experience and they're going to make you write a testimonial for that um and speak to <laughs> yes. any government anywhere right uh, right <laughs> it was easy breezy it was good <laughs> they, right they're going to definitely put you on some sort of website i feel like um chucktuning.com is is the place to go to uh to to follow along with what chuck has going on and chuck i know that you are um you're going to be a monumental part of the board with the Savannah Philharmonic and, and its continued growth. And, you know, I think the community is, is excited for what the, the, the Sav Phil is doing. Um, and we still have more of 15 season to go. So yes. it just continues. It's going to continue. So everybody keep a lookout and, uh, and we're going to be getting our messages out. So 
keep your ears open and your eyes open and, and definitely your ears to come to our concerts. Absolutely. Well, Chuck, thanks for sitting down with us. Absolutely. Thank you, Dee. Welcome to your open invitation to enjoy music with your friends and neighbors. This is the Soundtrack of Savannah. You can also show support by sponsoring a season concert or our Fill the Neighborhood series or annual Fill the Park event in Forsyth Park. You can even sponsor one of our talented musicians or host them in your home during the season. Planned giving from individual community partners to corporate sponsorships creates opportunities for the Savannah Philharmonic to grow and also allows you to leave a legacy, ensuring the organization continues to entertain, inspire, and build community for generations to come. For more information on sponsorship levels and a full list of concerts and community events, please visit us at savannahphilharmonic.org. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to the Sav Phil podcast you're listening to right now, so you can be in the know, behind the scenes, and center stage at your Savannah Philharmonic. <laughs>